everybody and welcome back to another 22 minutes. We are here for a whole new season of 22 More Questions. I'm Sean Patrick and I'm here with... Karen Mills Alston. Karen, happy Series 3. Can you believe we made it to Series 3? It went fast, didn't it? It it went very fast because, well, we've been having these conversations for an awful long time. So um, <laughs> it's really just <laughs> another another year has passed, but we now have two seasons of, of these conversations recorded, which I think are awesome. And hello and happy new year to everyone who listens to the show. We're so happy to be doing another season. And it's going to be a great one. We've got some incredible guests lined up. We're going to go into topics um at a different level. So it really is a, it's an exciting time to be listening to 22 minutes. How are you doing this year? I'm, I'm doing well. Happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year. As I'm saying, happy new year to you. I'm reminded of that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm that I watched recently and I sent it to you. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it, but Larry David, goes through this whole thing about how uh, he gets angry, he gets upset, he gets perturbed that people are saying Happy New Year and it's the middle of the month. And it's where we are right now. Yeah. Uh, and and, yes. and do you want to know what? I think this is a completely acceptable era of time to still be saying Happy New Year. But it also really speaks to this week's question. The first question of Series 3, Karen, what is it? Resolution or transformation? Okay, this is so relevant. I'm excited to get stuck into this because this week, the third week of January, that's the week that most people have broken or break their resolutions. And it yes. kicks off with, I don't know if you call it this in the, in the United States, but, um, we call, we call this Monday, uh, Blue Monday. Do you know that? No, really? It's a thing, huh? It's a thing. So Blue Monday is the third Monday in January where people are depressed. People are (laughs) sad. People are unhappy because the new year has come in. There was a lot of hope. A lot of people committed to a resolution. And this is the week which kicks off with a day called Blue Monday and is where most resolutions are broken. So it's really important that I think we can really look at what we feel is the difference between a resolution and a transformation. So just off the bat, what do you believe is the difference between a resolution and a transformation? Well, I believe, I know that a resolution is a promise that so many individuals make in the beginning of the new year. Mm -hmm. They want to show up differently. And a transformation is where we get to begin again. We get to begin again. You know, in our um, our metaphysical, mystical availability, there's always an opportunity to begin again. We don't have to wait for the new year. We get to begin again every single moment, which is really powerful. So revol- resolution is temporary. You know, it's so interesting, this Blue Monday concept, because I always thought that individuals didn't keep their resolutions very long, but I didn't think it was this short. It's interesting. Well, maybe in the United States, they keep them longer. <laughs> because, yeah. I don't think so. You don't. I don't think so. Um, but, and this is, this is interesting. So even right now, we know that there are individuals who are um, 
who are who started out walking that first Saturday, the the January first, twenty twenty two. In my neighborhood, a lot of people were walking. That's raining right now, but I've noticed as the days have passed in this month that those individuals are walking less and le- less and less and less. There aren't as many people out there, so. Even if someone made the resolution, I'm going to begin walking again, they get to begin right now without any shame. That's the the wonderful thing about transformation. We open ourselves up. We forgive ourselves. We make ourselves yeah. available, and we begin again. For me, the difference in transformation and resolution really is the uh, the room it has. I think a transformation has more room. I remember yes. so clearly from being younger i must have been in my early teens but my older sister said on new year's day she said by the time i make my next resolution i'm going to be a non-smoker and i always i always remembered that because she didn't put the pressure on herself to quit there and then she didn't try and push a boulder uphill in the uk when it's cold and wet and she gave herself the breadth of time to make that transformation. And to me, that speaks to a resolution over a transformation because a transformation is something you do. And I think, no, a resolution is something you do. A transformation is something that you become. So like you mentioned, the the people in your neighborhood who were walking every day, it's easy to get behind doing something for a short amount of time. We can get our backs into so much for, for, for a temporary period of time. But to be somebody who joyfully, effortlessly, goes for a walk every day, that that's a cool transformation as opposed to being someone that just does it, you know? Yes, absolutely. And as you're speaking, I'm being reminded that a transformation is backed by practices. So the practice of, even if you're going to remind yourself every morning, I'm going to get up and walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to um, be something different today. So we've set these Intention. So with transformation, I like to think about establishing some intentions. And an intention is the direction for our lives. It's, it's a pathway that allows us to accommodate the transformation. So, um, perhaps the, the practices that go along with transformation, we've talked about this a lot, is we get to wake up in joyous gratitude. We get to carry that gratitude with us throughout the day. We get to, perhaps we have a practice of reading our our lists of intentions, like my grandmother and my mother would do. They would read through and it would remind them of this newness that is birthing itself. Perhaps a part of the transformation is the practice of meditation, the practice of hydration, the practice of movement, the practice. You see, we have all these things. It's just not a promise that we make to ourselves as a resolution is. It's a transformation is 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 more expanded. It's backed by practices. You know, I look up. Uh, I've looked up some research on this, and I was surprised to find out that only thirty percent of people. This is according to a study out of the University of Birmingham, Alabama. Only thirty percent of people actually make resolutions, which is a lot lower than than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But out of them, thirty percent. 50% of them people are making 
exercise, lose weight, drink more water, eat healthier, resolutions in the physical well-being space, which is great. Yes. And I heard you say just before about if your resolution was a spiritual practice, which I know you talk about a lot, spiritual practices. Yes. Actually, a great theory is that might make it stick. That's it. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. So we're talking about um, embodiment, right? So there's a willingness, there's an awareness, there's a willingness, there's an insight. With insight comes comes practice and embodiment, and then there becomes a new way of living, of living the life that we really want to live. Yeah, and I yes. and that is that that really does touch on the point where I think we both very much are in alignment with what we believe the difference is in resolution and transformation. It's a new way of a new way of living, uh, yes, and, and therefore it becomes all encompassing. So going back to yes, my point, it does. It yeah, does. In, instead of instead of cumbersomely committing to go for a run every day, give yourself some time, give yourself some landing strip, as I like to say, some room to actually put that into place. And through the resolution, but also a, so yeah, a practice behind it, something mentally or spiritually that can really, that can really make it stick. I think that's a really, um, what, what would they say in psychology? That's a great hypothesis. There's, yes, <laughs> that, yes. that there's a lot that would suggest that that is gonna, that is gonna improve, um, resolution. But in fact, neither yes. of us care that much about resolution. I think we are more so leaning into this phrase of transformation. And I can really speak to, uh, we're only in January and that's when resolutions are made. If I think back to my year in 2021 i had a rough start to the year like january february march it wasn't good it was a lot of work stress it was um handling you know some interpersonal relationships not a good start to the year in many ways you could say it was a bad omen but when march came and in the uk the sun comes up I really hit my stride. So many great things happened. So much good got done. So much transformation took place um, between March and November. Yes. So I always, I hope that for the rest of my life, I can always look back at 2021 and not one, not feel the pressure to start the year in a way that dictates the entire year. The beginning of your year could be rough, but there still could be so many great things that unfold, so many transformations that happen. And also to actually know that a lot can happen towards the latter half of the year, towards the middle of the year. And this could just be a superstition I have for myself, but I don't think so. I think many people worry that January sets the tone for the whole year. And I'll say, don't give January that much credit. Yes, don't give it that much power because mm-hmm. the the brilliance of it all is that, for example, we can sow some powerful seeds in the first few months of the year and then March comes and then everything is blooming. It's beautiful. It's magnificent. Um, so when we think about this word resolution, it's very for me, it's, it's limited. It's temporary. It's something 
that we only do in the beginning of the year or we can do in the beginning of the year. Do we do it again in March? No. But when we talk about transformation, when we talk talk about setting intentions, we can set those intentions whenever we want to set them. And that's what I encourage individuals to do to uh, my, as I said, my grandmother and my mother set these intentions that for, were for the day, for the month, for the year. Maybe they stretched out some intentions for five years. So to be able to, um, have a, I'll call it a, a best case scenario to, to think, oh, today I'm going to, I'm going to set the intention to be more loving. This month, I'm going to set the intention to be more abundant. And then even when we set those intentions, we can move our, we can put our attention on um, accomplishing some things, you know, like cleaning out a closet, like paying off a bill, like buying a new car, whatever those things are. Uh, and we get to do those throughout the, throughout the year. So this is about changing our mind about how we are living our lives. Are we going to live our lives in a limited situation by resolving something in the beginning of the year and not um, following through with all those things because they those resolutions drop away so quickly? Or are we going to begin to live our lives in a field of infinite possibilities, as I always say, and set intentions so that we can experience transformation that you see how big and powerful and possible that all feels. Yeah, absolutely. And give yourself permission to experience transformation. I, I also often find that resolutions often feel punitive. It's like yes. there's yes. something I've been doing which is wrong, not approved of, unacceptable, mm -hmm. and I'm going to correct that thing or behavior this year, which yes. is not a, you know, put it on the table. It's not a bad thing. It could be a very genuine self-improvement. But actually to say I'm going to give myself room to transform, that that is that is much kinder. And it also speaks to, I'm sure this is the same in the U.S. as it is in the U.K., but there's a lot of backlash against the idea of making a new year's resolution people. Cause we used to say new year, new me. And now there's this big campaign. A lot of people are saying, you know, new year, same me, which I love. I completely, I completely understand it saying that, you know, I'm not going to punish myself. I'm not going to condemn myself, but what would you say to someone who is a strong advocate of the new year, same me, philosophy. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Here we say new year, new you. And that really is an opening uh, because we don't, I was brought up in a household where we were always getting better and better and better. Every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. That was one of the affirmations that we used. So the way that I would reframe it right now, I'm get, I'm, um, great, grand and glorious right now. I get, so there's an expectation of growth and expanded awareness. I love that idea, but to stay stuck and not have a willingness to grow and expand, don't like it at all. Yeah. I, 
God, I guess I feel torn on that one because I completely agree. And I love to begin again. And I love to um, I don't, em- embody who I truly feel myself to be. And yes. I also completely understand the the mindset which says I'm not going to declare that there's, there's anything wrong with me. But I, but oh, I, think, I see. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I do think they're actually... I guess it depends how you see a resolution or a transformation because they are two, they're two different conversations because I completely, and I know you do as well. I don't mean to speak on your behalf, but to come from a place of knowing like, you know, listen, I'm good and I've made mistakes and I've got some things right. And this is going well, this isn't going so well, but it's, I still make the room for a step forward. I want to make something that I perceive would be a step forward. I yes. think that is New Year's steps forward. Maybe I'm going to trademark that because I do. Because I, I do think that you know, there's a lot of pressure to be different. People can take that very hard, but to to be in your own corner and make a step forward that you want to make, not dictated by anybody else. I do think that is only a, a positive thing. I I think so too, mm-hmm. and it can only lead to each of us doing what we have come here to do in this particular chapter of life. Yeah. Um, so to um, learn something new, I have a, I made a, a set an intention, an affirmation, I call it. Uh, I am open and available to new technology. That's something that I s- set up for myself last year because it was a way for me to expand. So to be willing to do something new is is always very, very important to me. Uh, there are generations of, of people who I remember when computers came in uh, and I was working, I was a lobbyist um, for the city of Los Angeles. And I, re- and I think I had just gotten out of, it was a couple of years out of, out of graduate school and computers were coming in. We were emailing individuals. There was a whole group of people who decided that they wanted to retire because they did not want to experience this, this growing edge that they were about to experience. And I know that part of my generation, there are people who are not texting. They are not on Zoom. They're not doing things because they don't want to do that. Now, my daughter bought me a new television for Christmas, a smart TV. Guess what I have to do? I have to learn how to operate that, um, the programming that's in there. And I have, I have to tell you, I have some resistance. If I want to watch this beautiful television, I get to to learn that system. That is so easy for her. Oh my gosh! I mean that that makes me feel like I need to learn and understand TikTok <laughs> because that is the oh. <laughs> that that's the social media everybody is using, and I do think yes that yeah, and and I completely I I do completely get your point. I agree with it that it is important to stay up with the zeitgeist. And I know that my, I know that my mother, I can FaceTime her. I can text her. I don't think I could zoom her, but I could FaceTime her. I can WhatsApp her. I just got her an Alexa for Christmas and she knows how to control it and put on the news and put on the TV. She has always been, and she can operate a computer, but I do know that she has friends who wouldn't know how to do any of that stuff. And I think, Oh my gosh, there's it, it, it limits your 
it limits your potential to belong to everything that's going yes. on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So we we always want to, I always want to be open and available to be included. And part of that being included is this technology. Uh, can you imagine not being open and available to using Zoom with the pandemic and everything? I... This is, this is what's so interesting. Before the pandemic, I had set an intention to see clients from all over the world. And I picked up a couple of clients, um, in different countries and, um, in the United States. So when the pandemic hit and I was seeing clients, I was able to not miss a beat because I already had Zoom set up. And it became even more convenient for me to see clients. And now I really do have clients all over the world. And when I do, when I participate in classes, clients all over the world. So these technologies, this newness that is always birthing itself, allow us to become limitless. And we get to say yes to it or no to it. And it's a choice. And we get to make that choice really without any judgment on anybody else. We get to choose ourselves. Yeah, I do feel as if I'm not about to declare that the world is only ever progressing, though I guess um, cosmically it, that is scientific fact in regards to humans and how they interact. But I do believe there is a lot of progression, very often very quick these days. You only have to look at how often you have to update your iPhone to know that Oh, yes. okay. Things, things have moved up. Things have taken another step forward. Mm -hmm. And um, that's the whole conversation. We'll, we'll have a conversation about this, this series, yes, but people who complain about new terminologies that are more politically correct. And it's just like saying, do you want to know what? iOS update. We now use different words. Up, update yes. your phone, update your brain. Yes. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Um, this is, um, I'm really happy to be here again with you for a whole new set of 22 questions for everybody listening. Um, it's our intention that you do commit to a transformation and not a resolution. Give yourself um, the room to make something wonderful happen. Give yourself the space and give yourself the service of having a well-being practice that will um, serve that goal. So, And, yes. and ha also have that be, listen to Karen and I, every Tuesday on this podcast. Until next week, it's been great to be with you. Bye, Karen. Bye-bye.